0: Living Local, telling the stories that connect us, a United Way of Greater Milwaukee and Waukesha County podcast. Remember those summers when you were too young for a job, but too old to just hang around the house all day? What did you do to pass the time? Preteen Simi Urban X mom had an interesting solution. She dropped her two daughters off at their local United Way and said, find something to do. This began a long life of giving, volunteering, and advocacy for Simi. We chatted about how she turned her workplace giving campaigns into homecoming-style week-long parties, and how she keeps the fun spirit of doing good going at home with her two young children. Love Living Local? Check out our episode archive by visiting unitedwaygmwc.org slash podcast. Simi, welcome to Living Local. Thank you. So tell us about how you got introduced
1: introduced to United Way. So when I was too young to work, about 13 or 14 years old, um, it was summertime. So school was out and my mom didn't want me and my sister just sitting around the house watching TV. So she dropped us off, literally dropped us off at our local United Way office and said, go find something to do. So we went inside and we just literally asked the receptionist, um, do you have any volunteer opportunities for one day, for weeks, for months, whatever? We just need something to do all summer. So they set us up on a part time basis with very random opportunities. The very first one we did was manning a root beer float stand outside of a grocery store. And we sold root beer floats for a dollar a piece, and all the proceeds went to the United Way. And we did that for three days and then the job ended and we just kept going back all summer. And they eventually placed me in a coffee shop that was nonprofit coffee shop with also um, a gift shop, and all the gifts were crafted in third-world countries, and all the proceeds from the gifts went back to the countries to the people that actually made the products. So I actually ended up staying at the coffee shop throughout the rest of high school and volunteered every summer there. Um, I never had a working job during high school like a lot of kids do. I just volunteered all the way through. Wow. When you first
0: walked in there, were they like a little bit like, what What are these kids doing here? Was it hard for them to find you something to do?
1: It was. And I remember sitting down with someone at the agency and they asked us what kind of things we were interested in. Um, and my sister and I have very different interests. She loves working with the elderly. I loved working with kids. Um, we agreed that we wanted to do something together because we were a little bit too shy to be on our own. Um, And I'll say when we volunteered in the root beer stand, there were adults with us, but we didn't know them. Um, They were supervising the whole process. I believe there was an agency employee. Um, So it was all legitimate. We weren't just two random kids stuck in a booth. But um, yeah, we agreed. They gave us a, a list of different opportunities, and we just kind of picked ones that we could do together and that also interested us in our own ways. So... Yeah. It worked out though.
0: So you kept uh, your volunteer position at the coffee shop through high school. Um, When did you, were you continuously engaged with United Way kind of throughout your whole life, you know, until you got to a career where you were someone, somewhere with a workplace campaign? Or did you kind of have to have a reintroduction.
1: Yeah, I really, I did take a break during college. I did other volunteering opportunities, just not through United Way. Um, And once I landed my first job, I, it was just something that the company did. They always participated in a workplace giving campaign. And it The campaign started about three months after I started. I felt like I was still too new, but I asked if I could participate. They welcomed me onto the committee, they immediately gave me assignments, and from there it really kicked off. And I started to remember back that United Way was the first opportunity I really had at even just a regular job situation. And getting to know how to give back to the community Um, and it was a totally different community different state different location but it was the same organization so I really did trust it Um, and then through then I've just stayed in touch both with United Way volunteering opportunities but also just volunteering on my own getting my family involved to give back and United Way just makes it so much easier to do.
0: So what kind of volunteering do you do with your family? Let's start off. How old are your kids?
1: Okay, I have a three-year-old and a five-year-old. Okay, so pretty little. Yes. The five-year-old is in 4K right now. Um, And as part of his curriculum at his school every kid needs to give back. And so they've set expectations that every kid gives back a certain amount of time based on their grade level. So 4K and kindergarten kids give back one hour, and then you go up, first grade gives an hour, second grade gives two hours, all the way up to eighth grade. And it's one hour over the course of the entire school year. So you break that up, most volunteering is only maybe an hour at minimum anyways. But you break that up, and you can do little things here and there. So because he's in K4, we do a lot of little things. So we put together, we clean out our pantry every few months, and we pull out the food that someone else could use, and we donate that to a food pantry. Or we clean out toys, and we donate those to a... To Goodwill or to Salvation Army or maybe directly to another family. So we're doing little things, little less organized, but um, or maybe less formal, but still the idea of we have so much. How can we give that to someone else? Is that does he have a lot of
0: questions about why you're doing this? Who these people are who are receiving that? Do you think he understands?
1: He does understand, and from even from when he was. Um, two to three years old. Once he started to learn how to talk, early on, he told us that when he grew up, he wanted to help old people. Oh. And we, when he was two years old, um, he got a. When he was a baby, he had a piggy bank, and we would just always put a little money in there. But when he was two years old, he got a separate piggy bank that is purposely for charity. And it's designed differently and we explained you put money in here to help other people. So when he would get money for from family or friends, he, would, he started to not put it in his own piggy bank. And he would put it in the other piggy bank. And we would say, oh, what are you going to do with that money? And he would always say, I'm saving money to help old people. And so he started thinking that way from even two years old. Now, my parents are older. And so I think he started to associate, oh, I can help someone like my grandparents. But um, even from then on, now he's saying things like, well, um, so-and-so doesn't have this toy, so I want to give them this toy because they can play with it then. And they've they've been around babies, so they understand, okay, I don't play with this baby toy now, so let's give it to a baby that could use it instead. So they do understand, even the three-year-old understands giving to others and we make it, we always make it fun. I don't always reward them with other stuff. Um, I want them to understand that just because you give it doesn't mean you get. And so I want them to understand it's the good feeling that you get or knowing that someone is better off because you helped. So just because they give toys away doesn't mean they get new toys. Is that a tough pill to swallow? I don't think so. They, I mean, they're like every other kid. They have way too many toys anyway. Yeah. So, I And think it sounds like okay. it's pretty ingrained. It is. It is.
0: So going back to your involvement with United Way, mm-hmm. here at Plunkett Research, what kind of workplace campaign do you run? What are some of the highlights of, of your yearly campaign?
1: So when I started to get involved in our campaign, um, I wanted it to be very much like a homecoming week. Maybe because I was fresh out of college I like and that. I thought that was more fun. <laughs> but And we did some fun events anyway, but it seemed that they were more um, routine. Like every the Wednesday of the campaign every year was the ice cream Sunday day. And the Thursday was always the jail and bail day. So um, I suggested we add an element of dress up. So we now we have a week-long campaign right around Halloween so that it doesn't seem so odd to dress up every day. Um, And every day has a theme, and it has a dress-up theme, and then it has an activity that goes along with that. So it might be Hawaiian luau, and then we have a paid cocktail hour at the end of the day. Or it might be dressed like a pirate, and then we do you know some kind of scavenger hunt throughout the office. Um, and then we also started to do, we started to really incorporate the agencies into our campaign. And now what we do as part of our kickoff, instead of just having an agency speaker, we have the speaker. Who represents an agency and talks about their mission, and then we do a hands on activity in the office to help that agency directly. So the first year we did this, we had someone come in and um, they spoke about how. Uh, their organization isn't just a shelter, and it isn't just a soup kitchen, but it's a whole philosophy, and it's helping everyone from homelessness to workforce development. And But what they really need are peanut butter and jelly sandwiches to is give us. Is this up. Guest House? It is okay. Guest House. And um, we always, as a firm, we have always supported Guest House around the holiday season. We've raised money for them anyway. Um, And people have volunteered individually. So what we decided to do was we brought in the guest speaker and we purposely did not tell people what agency. And he told a story of how a gentleman came in and was able to get off his feet through the help of the guest house, actually found a job, house has an established life now because of the guest house and then they revealed the agency name and then we made 200 peanut butter and jelly sandwiches but instead of just lining up everything we broke up into teams because everything here is a competition during Mm -hmm. united way And we raced and we made, and the United Way employees were, we had two or three of them as quality control around. So you could not just slap a tablespoon of peanut butter. It had to be a legitimate sandwich. It had to be bagged up, labeled and sealed up in the bags, just like you guys would do for a formal volunteer activity. And we raced, and the winning teams got points. And then within an hour, so we had the speaker, we had lunch, and we did this competition all within an hour, and we made 200 peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Wow. So we started doing that. And so during our kickoff, we always have a competition, and the very first competition is something that will go to the agencies. So um, we like to – I like to start off the campaign – where people are hearing and seeing directly what their money is going to go to. And then I want them to understand United Way isn't just about collecting your money. They need your help. And so that's why I said if people can't go out and volunteer because they're too busy at work or home, we'll bring the opportunity to them. And that's something United Way has really latched onto and they're bringing more of those opportunities to the workplace. And it's, made it so much easier for people like me. So we don't have to try to convince leadership, give us a day so we can go out. Do people get really into it? They do. And I have noticed even the really hard workers that are heads down every day, they barely get up to get coffee and go to the Mm -hmm. bathroom. They get into it. And even if they don't get into the day-to-day activities, they're some of our biggest donors. So everyone has a great time. And what's even better is that every year we have more and more people that want to plan things and they come up with new ideas and new competitions. So our excitement has just been growing. It, make, it just makes work so much
0: fun yeah even looking forward to it and planning it like our UPath internal
1: campaign mm-hmm. is coming up and I just
0: love it I love that I week. know I love United Way week
1: I tell people that United Way week at our office is my favorite week and not just because I don't work the whole time but <laughs> because it is it's really like a real homecoming week of kick back relax have fun and do something good yeah So how else do you get involved with United Way? So um, recently I've been involved. uh, I just got involved on the marketing committee, and I love that opportunity. Um, I, I think that Milwaukee has so much opportunity for growth, and I think the way that United Way has teamed up not just with the agencies, but with the city and with the community and individuals to say we're not just a corporation that wants to make a change, but we want you to be part of that change has been really great and inspiring to me. And, you know, just I I honestly do think about United Way as part of my daily life. So I have friends that work there. I Whenever there's a job opening, I encourage friends to apply there. Um, it just... I think it is a pillar to the community, and it's really hard to argue against an organization that pretty much only does good. Like, (laughs) you can't say that's not a necessary part of the community. I think we are fortunate that we have a really strong United Way and that it is taken so seriously in this community and that it gets so much support. So I think it's hard, at least for me, it's hard to go on a daily basis without thinking or hearing about it.
0: Great. Well, Simi, our star United Way advocate, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. That was Simi Urbanek, Director of Marketing at Plunkett Racich Architects here in Milwaukee and the ultimate United Way advocate. Living Local is produced by myself, Katie Kuhn, Melissa Hannon, Brian McCaig, and John Waldbauer. A special thank you to Ethan and Maeve McCaig for providing the music and voice talent for our introduction.